Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. I played a penny who just couldn't stop the beat Yes, with roller skates on her feet A girl who loved to beat A girl who's recently deceased A real cool mom A musical version of Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. Today, we have Brett Shuford. He has performed, produced, choreographed, and directed dozens of Broadway regional national tours, viral videos, television, film productions, from Wicked to The Wolf of Wall Street. He's also a certified life coach. And I am having him on because I got to sit in on a talk that he gave all about social media and... He gave really, really great advice. He showed me all the mistakes I have been making. And (laughs) he does follow me on social media. So I hope I'm not in trouble because I have not incorporated all of his amazing tips yet. But maybe today I will um, take the next step and go even further. Uh, But I did. I thought it was super, super helpful. So I asked him to come on. And I'm so glad that he is here with all of us. Thank you so much for joining us, Brett. Oh, my gosh. It's totally my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Before we go into all of your amazing tips for social media and how you can use that to help your career, what is your journey to to doing this? Uh, well, my journey, I've always been very curious and very kind of technical, tech savvy, I guess. Um, Did you start came... out as a performer? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I've, yeah, I've been in, I've 
been in multiple Broadway shows, as you know, like Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. And um, did you uh, go to school for for theater? Yep, musical theater degree. Yeah, uh-huh. and I. But even in even in college, like you know, I think was it MySpace? You know, I was like all over MySpace, and then oh. Friendster, and then um, you know, and then I found Facebook, and I've always been very social media and and always you know what's interesting about our industry is i feel like people were and still can be very hesitant about it because i guess it can come off a bit for some people they feel like it it can be fake or it can not and and so many of people in theater who come from or at least who started doing theater we went to theater because it was like a place where we could be authentic and be real and like yeah. find our tribe and then like you see this sort of presentational thing. So I was always very shy about it, even though I loved, I was like curious about, cause I'm just a people person. I love people. I'm curious about people. That's just always been how I've operated. And so social media to me just was like an extension of that, but I can also see why, why so many people are hesitant about it as well. So anyway, I was always curious and just naturally kind of good at it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's, I just did it kind of while I was performing and what YouTube, I started a YouTube channel and I Facebook. And then when Instagram came out, I was just like figuring out all the different nuances of all of these different tools. Um, but never really thought of it as a business. Like, Oh, I Mm -hmm. can teach people how to do that until people started coming to me and just going, Hey, how did you do that? Like, what are you doing there? I like the way you do that because it's different than what I see, you know? So then I started being less shy about it and started uh-huh. actually t- talking a little bit more about it. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting. So has it, is it like a second job for you? Like performing, you still perform and then this is like you're a certified life coach and help people with social media or is it, or has that like taken over? It's been an evolution. I, it was always a side hustle. It's like, mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, <laughs> it was like I'm performing and working on Broadway was my full-time job. And then, mm-hmm. I was being of service and helping my community and, and having this side job coaching, but then the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, I was so grateful. I had this thing because I just, I just went full throttle. I just dove all the way in. And uh, ironically enough, all of us in our community were like, I don't know what to do. I don't have work. And I never built a social media following. And I'm like, Hey, I'll help you. You know, So then people were coming to me and asking for some support during that. And now I've actually kind of switched it. I've, I'm doing coaching full time now and auditioning here and there. Um, Wow. I even turned down going back to Wicked when the pandemic (gasps) ended. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's crazy. Because you know what? As performers, we always, we're always out of control. You know, we never have power. And now you can be choosy about what you want to do. Imagine that. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into helping our young performers. What do you think is the most important thing young performers need to do to start out like with their social media, if they're actors? Well, I think number one, I mean, if you're young, the boundaries have to be really set for yourself very, you know, at least until you're of age. And, but I I think that, you know, you want to make sure you're setting really clear boundaries around your time on social media, uh, Mm. your, the kind of content you're putting out there. 
but also communicating with your family and your parents. Because if you're going to choose to do this as a profession, you have to make a decision. Do I want to use social media as a tool for my business to grow relationships and, and become known? Or do I want it to be like a place where I keep in touch with my friends and, mm -hmm. and my family? And because you can't really do both. You have to make a decision of what it's going to be um, because your family is not necessarily going to always be your audience, right? right? But your audience isn't maybe going to care about the same things your family cares about. So you need to make a decision of what do you want it to be? Do you want to, do you want it to be a tool or do you want it to be just like a way to stay in touch with your friends? That's number one, um, I think. And then of course, healthy boundaries around your time, around your attention, because the thing with social media, if you don't set boundaries, I mean, when we're following different accounts or we're spending time scrolling, we're giving all of these people and these accounts the one thing we can't get back, which is our attention, mm -hmm. right? It's priceless. And your time and your attention, um, you know, you can make more money. <laughs> you can make more, uh, you know, friends. <laughs> you can mm -hmm. get new jobs, but you can't make more time. So do you set timers for yourself? I don't know that I set like specific timers. I think because I've done it for so long, I know my habits. Uh -huh. So if I catch myself mm -hmm. in that compare and despair mode, which we yes. all can do, yes, it's time to put it away, go for a walk, you know, mm -hmm. watch a Mickey short, you know, something that makes I, me I will set timers for myself. <laughs> that's, that's good. I think that's healthy. Um, yeah, sometimes and I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Some, I have done it for my kids. I should do it again. But <laughs> they I think it's important, at least until yeah. it becomes a habit, because, uh, you know, if, yeah, creating but habits are Do you think, like, um, say, uh, say somebody who's um, just out of college, uh, should they, what's most important? Should they have a YouTube channel? Should they have a website? Do they need, you know, to be putting videos of themselves up on Instagram singing? Well, I think most importantly, you know, choose one. I always say choose one okay. to two platforms. Do not try to do it all. There's too many nuances that each of these tools have that, you know, to try to just like start a YouTube channel, that, like YouTube, there's so much to it in order to grow it. And if your expectations mm -hmm. are, for instance, YouTube, most people think it's like a streaming channel. It's not, it's a search engine. And if you don't understand how to use keywords and SEO in order to optimize that, you're going to be disappointed because no one's going to see your videos. Uh, you know, Instagram, most people think Instagram is like a photo or video sharing platform, but it's a storytelling platform. So if you're just posting videos of you performing and you're not telling a story, you're going to be disappointed because people aren't going to engage. People aren't going to be, you know, reacting to the content you make. So understanding the nuances of a specific platform, it's just like understanding how to sing, right? Understanding how to, wow. you know, the, the tools, like you don't, you, you got to learn. It's, that's why I always say pick one, maybe two to start mm -hmm. and just get really good at it. And then if you're like getting good at it and you're growing, then you can start to add other things to your, to your, you know, tools. That's so interesting. I remember when you gave that talk, you were saying, um, find your brand, right? Like find what the people who follow you like about you. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, the idea is that 
Well, I I use this. You'll love this. I use this analogy of a theme park, right? We as a creative, we are a theme park. And every time we show up at an audition, we're basically immersing people in our park, right? And what's the experience that you're creating? Every time you create a piece of content, you're creating an experience that immerses people in your park, right? And so some people are going to, some people love Disney, some people love Magic Kingdom, or some people love Hollywood Studios and don't like Magic Kingdom, right? It's everyone's park mm -hmm. is different and that's okay. So just understanding what is my experience and then everything you do then becomes just an invitation. Like you're just inviting people into that land. And if you're not clear about the experience you're creating and you're not specific about the experience you're creating, then it's sort of like walking into Magic Kingdom and there's no castle. <laughs> it's like no one knows where to go. Like there's no, there's nothing leading you down Main Street. You have to get really specific about what it is you want people to experience because that, uh, that is, encompasses everything that you do. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Do you think people starting out need a website? I don't know that you need a website to start. I would just say a website is helpful. I mean, you know, first thing anyone does at any audition and you talk to any casting director or creative team, you walk in the room, they're going to Google you or they're going to Instagram uh, you. It's the first thing they wow. do. No way. Yes. Wow. It's the first thing I do when I'm like, Oh, who is that? I look them up. Right. 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 And if you're not creating, like you can create what people find it's, you know, by using these tools, if you haven't, like for instance, I think at, at the least you should have an Instagram or a TikTok um, because your Instagram can act as a website for you. Uh huh. And there's searchability in there. You know, if you're using your name as your handle, if you're using your name, uh, that's a searchable tool. So if I'm looking you up 
you, it, one of the first things I say to people is like, if your handle is like Carrie two nine six four three, then you might want to rethink that because no one's gonna find like they're not gonna find I you. I remember I I was like, uh oh, I when when you gave that talk because I have three different handles for like Twitter for Instagram, and you're like, no, you have to have one for for all. <laughs> It's true, but that's your brand, right? Like right. Pe- people want to know who you are. So like having a profile photo that is the same one across all platforms, having a handle oh, that is that. the same across all platforms so that when people find you, they're like, oh, that's that's them. That's the person I was looking for. I know exactly who that is. I know what I'm getting um, because it can be very confusing. There's a, especially someone like you, Carrie, who I you know, I sort of see as like a Broadway celebrity who, you know, there's probably people making fake accounts of you and right. So I want to know that it's really you. And I'll do that if the photos and the names and everything matches across all platforms. And the sooner you can get that, the better, because, you know, it doesn't mean that if you can't find your name, right. So if I couldn't find Brett Shuford, you could, I could put Brett Shuford actor, Brett Shuford, the Brett Shuford or whatever that is, but make sure it's the same across all platforms. So there's consistency because consistency is key. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh God, how do I I going to change? How am I going to change my names? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You talked about, a lot of stuff I ju- didn't understand a few minutes ago about oh. like the SO something and knowing that stuff. <laughs> like, what is that? It, well, exactly, right? So SEO means search engine optimization, which is really like how, like if I Google you, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes up is be it, whatever first article comes up, it probably pops up because of its search engine optimization. So they've used keywords, which basically means like repeated words throughout the article or throughout the text. Or, you know, like if I look up Broadway, probably one of the first things I'll see is broadway.com, right? Right. Because Broadway is the keyword. Yeah. So understanding that search engine optimization, the way the way it happens is like, if I build a website, right? It, I can't just build a website, brettschufer.com, if I've never had that space before and expect people to Google and see Brett Schuford as the first thing that shows up in the search engine mm-hmm. because there's no optimization. It hasn't been clicked on enough. And Google basically will put the things at the top that have had the most clicks with oh. those words. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. So that's why things like, Instagram are great because Instagram kind of already has its own searchability within it. So if you want to create an Instagram profile and you make it your name, if a if a casting director or a producer looks you up and they and your name is what's there, it's going to be easier for them to find you than say Google. That's also why like if you have a name and somebody else has your name and they're a doctor in Indiana, <laughs> and but they've been around for so long if you search for for your name their article might pop up first it's because they've been around longer oh. so you want to try to optimize your website get people to click that's why people blog that's why people create content that people click on that drives traffic to your website oh hold on wait yeah. what <laughs> I know. I 
know. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait. So you have a, bl- you put a blog on your website. Where do you put the blog? Yeah. On your website. On your website. Put the blog on your website and having the words in it will make people click on it more. Well, what you want to do. So let's say if I started a YouTube channel right now, let's just, okay. let's just use YouTube as an example. Okay. If I decided, okay, I want to create YouTube content. I'm going to talk about my life. Let's Steven and I have, uh, you know, probably husbands we're, we're, we're pregnant. We're let's say I'm blogging about having a baby, oh, right? Congratulations. Thank you. So let's say I'm creating video content about that. And, but I've never created video content before. What I could do is make the video, put it on my website, on my blog page, on my website. Okay. And then share the link to that page on Facebook, to my email list, have my friends click on the link. What will then happen is that every time somebody clicks, it drives them to my website. I see. Because because your friends aren't going to click on your website because they already know you. So if you put this link like, oh, guess what? I'm having a baby. Aren't you interested in hearing about my baby? So then they'll click on your website. And then the next thing you know what will happen is that if I Google search my name, that website will show up further and further closer (gasps) to the top of the list. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Okay. That's a lot of work though. <laughs> it, it, it can be a lot of work or like it actually can be easier than you trying to build a following on YouTube because you'll get more people clicking on your website than people finding you through searchability on YouTube, right? Because it's you're, you're kind of leaving it up to Google to dr- drive traffic to your YouTube channel or mm-hmm. you, you get to control your own website. So, I mean, that's what search engine, I, anyway, this gets, this could go on and on and on, but that's what search engine optimization really is and how to use it really for your, for, for your best, um, use for your business. Okay. Wow. That's <laughs> so interesting. Um, can I just ask you one more thing about it? Of course. No. <laughs> um, so you can also, can, I, I've heard that you can also pay money to get your people, your, your SE, is it your SEO like up SEO. or something? Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that true? You can, you can also pay people to go into your website and optimize it for you. You know, oh. there's people that are specialists in that. Oh, I oh. am not. I am okay. not a SEO specialist, but I will say like, you know, I, I don't know that it's worth spending money. Honestly, you can, you can hack it by doing what I just said, right? If oh. you love to write, start uh-huh. a blog, right? If you love to do video, do YouTube video, but then put it on your website so that you become, your website becomes the first thing people find when they search for you on Google. Okay. All right. I love that. That's a good trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you think about <clears throat> people putting up we kind of talked about this, but singing videos on Instagram and stuff, because I have heard from casting directors I interviewed on here that when they're looking for people, they will, if say, um, say there's a new show and it's, you know, like wicked or something, then they'll look up people who have hashtagged wicked and look at their videos to find new talent. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the most important thing you can do is make sure you're, the Instagram or whatever platform you choose, when I see it, let's say if I'm auditioning you in the room, Mm -hmm. that the 
and I pull up my phone and I pull up your Instagram account, I want that account to match exactly what's happening in the room. I want it to be a physical, you know, digital manifestation of the physical version of you. And I think that's the most important thing you can do. So if you're a singer, yeah, you should have singing content on there. It should not be the only thing you have on there because right. you're also a human being. Right. So there's things about your life and the things that people, like, there's a lot of great singers in New York City who can sing Defying Gravity, but they're not you. So tell me what makes you, you, so that I have a stronger connection with you and a, and a more willingness to spend more time with you. Cause that's really all we want, right? We want them to call us back to be willing to spend more time so that they say, great, I can be in a rehearsal studio with this person for four to six weeks and have a great time. So you want that to be clear. What happens quite often, what I, I think I might've talked about this when we, when we met is I really think there's two things that most people fall into. They either two camps, one is either they fall way too into what I call the credibility camp, which is like they will just post their singing videos or their self-tapes and think that that's enough. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other people who, what I call the vulnerability camp, which is like they'll just kind of just kind of vomit about their lives and the things that they believe in and all that stuff. And the perfect balance for anyone on social media is to have both. You want to have your credibility meet your vulnerability. You want to be able to share equally, not just what you do, but who you are. I love that. Yeah. Uh, on the same lines, what mis what other mistakes do you see people making? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to like what I was saying too, storytelling, right? We're all, most of us who are in theater are expert storytellers, no matter what level we're at. And most people don't tell stories. Like if you're going to post a singing video, make it a song that's going to move me, that's going to tell me uh, about this moment or why you sing the song or who you're singing the song to. Don't just post something that's like, here's me belting a high D. Like <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't give me a clue and it doesn't help me move. Cause that's ultimately, even if I'm a casting director, right? They're human beings too. They want to be moved. They want to feel things They're They want to feel connected. That's all we want. So, so, so if somebody's posting yeah. a singing video, like give me an example of, of what a story would be. Yeah, sure. So let's say I would choose, let's see what's one of my favorite songs that I sing is, um, I'll just stick with Defying Gravity. Let's say I love singing Defying Gravity and I know it's like a great song for me. <clears throat> I could tell a story about how today I was singing, I just felt like singing this song because I was so excited to finally uh, become a dad. And, mm. the and the freedom that becoming a dad gives me remi just reminds me of how limitless I can be. Oh, right okay. So it's not like, look at me. I'm such a good singer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. And then now me as an audience member is watching that song through the <gasps> lens. Thinking, yes, I get of, it now. It's a story. Oh, wow. You guys, isn't that cool? <laughs> like to think that you're using your Instagram to tell stories. I never really, I mean, I think I do tell stories, but I, I don't consciously do it. Right. You're just naturally at it, naturally good at it. And I will say this, your story game has been on point lately. You've really oh. stepped up your Instagram stories. <laughs>
Oh, why, thank you. (laughs) I was a little nervous having you on because I did not, I haven't been doing as much as I should, I think, because I I remembered, I took notes from the last, your last talk. Well, on that note, you will have to tune in next week to hear more amazing tips from Brett on how to storytell through your social media. So if you care to find me, tune in next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.